0: When you are salmon fishing in the Google, spearfishing is using pay-per-click Google ads to catch fish. The alternate method of weaving and casting an SEO net to catch each fish for free, that's in chapter 7. This chapter is not intended to make you a Google ads expert running your own campaigns. To do it well is another whole book, but you will, however, gain an understanding of how it works using spearfishing as the analogy. You also gain some of the key insights to look for if somebody's spending your money spearfishing for you. Spearfishing is a very nimble and instant way of fishing as you can catch fish today. You design your spears, your ad copy, and use keywords as bait to aim each one. You can fire spears as often as you wish, but you must pay for every spear that catches a fish as you cannot get it back even if that fish turns and swims away. Every time you fire a spear, you want to optimise the chances of catching a salmon and not just any fish. Salmon are the ones that you get to catch, kiss and close for caviar. The Google Ads tools are very powerful. Like a complex fish finder, you can find schools of fish, monitor and adapt the way you're spearfishing, the bait you're using, the exact bait that each fish was looking for, the parts of the river that you're fishing in, and the exact cost of each fish that you catch. The tools provide amazing insights if you invest a little time to understand how to read and interpret them. Ideal for short run promotions such as selling tickets to a specific event or promoting a sale for a limited period, you can switch on spearfishing one day and switch it off the next. You have a lot of control with this way of fishing and you get very clear results and feedback to see what's happening. The rapid, detailed feedback makes spearfishing a fabulous research tool to quickly test what works and what doesn't, tracking down the best places to find and catch your salmon. You can even fish alternating between different designs of spears at once to see which is the most effective. We saw examples of split testing for website landing pages earlier in the book. Split testing of web pages is less common, but it should be employed in every Google Ads campaign that you run. Split testing allows incremental improvements based on facts. Facts are stubborn things and it can counter the the hippo, the, the highest paid person's opinion, who prefers to rely on their gut feel. You aim each spear by baiting the tip using keywords. As we covered in the last chapter, you have very precise control over keywords. The most important control is how close you want the match to be between your bait and what the fish was searching for. If there's a close enough match, your spear will be armed and may be fired at this passing fish. The matching types are called broad match, phrase match, and exact match. There are more factors that influence whether Google fires your spear coming up later in this chapter, but first, let's look closer at these keyword matching rules. Broad match keywords have the widest scope. Your spear gun is very sensitive and will arm ready to fire at any fish searching for something that loosely matches your bait. We saw an example of this previously in the last chapter where Google matched kids searching for unblocked potty races to play a new game on the school network with the keyword of unblocked toilet. I view most broad match keywords as quite leaky as they can drain your budget away if you don't have the discipline to see what the passing fish actually said in its search. By referring to the Google Ads search query report, you can identify actual search terms these are the exact words typed into the Google search engine which caused your spear to be fired when it caught that fish. It is how we discovered that sudden burst of searches for unblocked potty races from the last chapter. Yes, with Google Ads, you can truly listen to the fish if you know where to look within the tools. Google Ads also uses machine learning to recommend campaign improvements. and Mastering this is how you become a salmon whisperer. Phrase match keywords are identified by quotes around the keyword. This tightens the scope by only triggering when the search term that is heard contains similar words in that same order. For example, your spear that is baited with sales trainer will not arm for a fish searching for trainers on sale. It will however still arm for any passing fish looking for telephone sales trainer and sales training manual because both contain your sales trainer bait as a closely matched phrase. Using exact match is like fitting a red dot laser scope to your spear gun. This format is in square brackets, and the the bait must precisely match what was searched for for that to fire. These do not normally appear in a brand new Google Ads campaign. These are added when you discover an absolute sweet spot of a keyword that appears regularly and is proven bait, which lands excellent salmon. Use exact match for that. You must catch kiss and and close a few salmon, and you need to kiss a few toadfish along the way to discover which ones work and uh, which ones are really worth it. So as a tip, look at close competitor websites for clues. If they're skilled, they are probably weaving an SEO net with their exact match bait, and you can discover them peppered through their website to test on your spears. And a final important type of keyword is a negative keyword. Those are the keywords added to a list which act as a kind of repellent on your spears. They don't arm the spear, they only disarm it if the negative word is detected, such as the word auto to prevent your electrician bait arming for the term auto electrician. Leaky broad match keywords are mostly controlled by adding negative keywords as we did by adding racer and racers to stop the searches for unblocked potty racers triggering our unblocked toilet spears. Negative keywords are likely a, uh, a safety catch on your spears. So broad match, phrase match, exact match, negative keywords. It sounds complex, but this level of keyword control is especially important. You're paying good money for every spear that lands a fish, so you want to make sure you're aiming accurately for salmon, not just anything that moves. A poor aim and an itchy trigger finger can become a costly waste of time and effort, yielding few salmon. So, he who fires first. Of course, you are not the only fisherman in the river using spear fishing. There's others who also want your salmon. Only a limited number of spears are allowed to be fired per fish in a strict sequence determined by Google. There are two key factors which influence whether your spear is fired and where you are in the sequence. First, there is a maximum amount you're willing to pay for each spear fired compared to the other fishermen whose spears are aimed at the same fish. You are only charged if you are the one to catch it. Google calls this the maximum bid and you are seldom charged the full amount. The higher the maximum you're willing to pay, the greater the chance your spear will be fired first. In the real world, this means your ad appears at the top of the search results page. Now, when I wrote this, Google had just changed the way spears are fired again. Google is favoring mobile devices, so now only three spear guns may be fired first. Then the fish must swim past all the other organic nets before some more spears can be fired. If yours is not one of the first three, it will be at the end or not at all. And that completes the presentation of a single google search results page for that one fish till it swims past again so this is like google holding a separate mini auction for each search a fish makes to determine what spears to fire and in what order being in the first three spears matters a great deal if you want to be seen so how deep are your pockets fortunately your maximum bid isn't the only factor in determining the price you pay and the order that spears will be fired Often the first spear isn't in fact the fisherman with the deepest pockets. Quality matters because Google isn't there for you, Google is there for the fish. In our Google fishing analogy, unlike the real world, these fish want to be caught. They want to take your bait. It's the only reason they're in the river at all. And it's what makes salmon fishing in the Google so rewarding for all parties. Google knows that if the quality of what is presented is a poor match, The fish may swim out to the ocean, the world wide web, elsewhere, or another river like Bing or Yahoo or Facebook to find what they need. You, the fisherman, would likely then follow them. So quality is really important. Let's talk about quality scores. Google rates a number of factors to measure the quality of your ad based on whether they believe it is what the fish will find most appealing. These factors are combined into an overall quality score. Google calculates a quality score for each and every one of your baited keywords. So the quality score is marked out of 10, with 10 out of 10 being the best. Quality scores bring into play the things that Google wants you to do in order to keep the fish happy. This prevents advertisers pushing an irrelevant ad to the top of the page just using a high bid. The result of this is that a good quality ad can and often does appear above a lower quality ad, even if the lower quality ad is offering Google more money. So. These three factors have the greatest influence on your quality scores. Number one, a high click-through rate percentage. Relevance to the search term that was typed. And the landing page experience, which includes the site speed and load time. So every time your ad appears, Google is checking how appealing and relevant it is. If your click-through rate is low because your ad vote is simply not attractive or the content's not relevant to what was searched, Google will lower the quality score and your ad will be lower on the page or disappear until improved. Today you can also use ad extensions such as site links and call outs to improve click through rate. When you design your spears, your ad copy, make it appealing and relevant to what was searched. Aim it well with good baited keywords and you should see a good percentage of fish choose you over all others. A good ad will capture 5-15% to or even higher. High click-through rate increases quality score, so your ad appears higher on the page at lower cost. When you run a campaign on Google Ads, you're taking up valuable real estate in the search results. Google is there to make sure the fish are being looked after with good quality, relevant information. And then a good landing page experience refers to the kiss that your fish receives when it swims into your tank onto your website. For good high landing page experience, make sure those web pages load quickly and present well, especially if the visitor is on a smartphone. You can check both of these using the Google Page Speeds Insights tool, aim for a good score of 85 out of 100 or better, and the Google Mobile Friendly Test, because the speed of loading on mobile is a critical factor for a good score. The success of your spear fishing campaign will depend on your quality score and the maximum price you're willing to pay for your spears. A professional fisherman can even automate your spears, increasing or decreasing your maximum bid throughout the day to keep you in those top three places. And if you have an ad that appears, say, a thousand times and it's only clicked on once or twice, that's 0.2% click-through rate, Google might score all of your ads lower. So having a high click-through rate of at least 2% should be your goal. Be prepared for spear phishing by identifying how much you're prepared to spend per click and pay attention to your quality score because those two things will determine if your spear is first, last, or not at all. So more of a trident than a spear, Each spear fired is is actually the ad copy that you write for the advert your fish will see, and Google sets the rules that you must follow when designing your spears. There are simple rules which Google have expanded and enhanced over the years, maximizing the chances that the fish chooses the best possible match. The basic rules are the ad headline and the ad copy, followed by your web address, which is called the display URL. Today, you can enter three to 15 headlines of up to 30 characters each, you can also enter two to four descriptions of up to 90 characters each, and they appear below your display URL. There's other additions to enhance your spears, adding multiple prongs, so it's not the, just the headline that it's a barbed took. The add extensions allow you to turn your spears into like a multi-barbed weapon that is more like a trident. If you look closely at bamboo spears used for real fishing, they rarely have a single point. They fan out into multiple barbs. Ad extensions do this for you, which maximizes your chance of a catch. There are many types including call extensions, phone numbers, locations such as your Google My Business page on Google Maps, site link extensions which are like multiple barbs, each can, can uh, land the fish, call out extensions add even more options like featuring your 24-hour service or free delivery. For more on ad extensions, visit the Google Help pages your headlines and other parts of your ad might show in different configurations based on the device being used, or when Google Ads predicts that it might improve your performance. There are syntax rules too, such as no more than one exclamation mark, for good reason. Google will check your design and not allow you to use spears that don't comply. Remember, Google is there for the fish, so the policies are intended to promote a good experience for people viewing your ads and to ensure that they follow applicable laws in the countries where they appear. Now double barreled spear guns, you are missing an opportunity if you only arm a single spear with each bucket of bait. You should always run at least two spears side-by-side and fire them alternately. This is A-B split testing for your spears. The two or more spears should only vary by one key item, such as the heading. Once you have caught 100 fish, that's about 50 per spear, you will see which spear is preferred by comparing the click-through rate of each. But be careful though popular might not be the most effective or reflect the best quality score. So check to see which caught the most fish, which went the distance and the price that you paid for each. Because it's the salmon that you want to catch and you can tell which salmon if you can proceed to convert and close them for caviar. So you really need to catch about 100 fish with those two spears to make a proper comparison of the results. The most effective spear of the two is the one that caught the most salmon at the best price. So keep that spear and retire the other one and then Keep firing with two barrels by designing a new spear slightly different to the best one and test again. Your spears will get better and cheaper over time, significantly. Now, the most intense battles at sea between classic ships were when one would turn broadside and give all cannons along one side a clear shot. So picture this when spear fishing. You're not holding a single spear. Imagine each as a double barreled automatic spear gun. Each is armed with a single bucket of bait. In that bucket are a group of very similar keywords tuned for a single purpose. The safety switch is protected by negative keywords which keep it from getting trigger happy at everything that goes by. You are likely fishing for salmon with different needs. Take dentists, for example. As a dentist, some customers need their wisdom teeth out, some want dental implants, others need pain-free fillings. Each is a different type of customer and therefore a different breed of salmon. So you need a separate double-barreled spear gun with its own bucket of bait for each time specific to each need and the spears are designed to appeal to that need. Negative keywords will be important with words like Thailand for example to avoid firing expensive spears at fish wanting dental implants in Thailand. In google ads terms each of these double barreled spear guns is an ad group. It can have one or more spears targeted to a single breed of salmon. These are gathered together into a campaign. You might need only one campaign in total The reasons for having multiple campaigns are related to controlling budget, such as allocating a maximum daily spend for wisdom teeth ads or for another city. Each is like a a ship with its own spear guns and a daily budget on board for fishing which you can send upriver to a particular location. The reason I've raised the concept of a campaign is that you might send other ships out to sea on their own campaigns, sailing the ocean blue, because I mentioned earlier in the book that you might even follow the salmon out of the river Google into the ocean. In our analogy, the ocean is the world wide web. Millions of websites where fish, including your salmon, spend most of their watery lives. Salmon are harder to find in the ocean compared with a contained river like the Google because they're not searching for you out there. When hungry for something specific, the fish come to the river Google to search. What you can do, however, is decide what types of websites your salmon might prefer and send your ships out there You can't fire baited spears in the ocean, they don't work there, but you can hoist beautiful sails on these ships designed to attract your salmon. For this your ships require a different type of ad, a Google Display Network ad. These are the ads which appear on the websites around the world. If a website allows the currents of Google Display Network to flow through its pages, you can unfurl your beautiful sails there. Big brands like car manufacturers, banks, software, sportswear, beauty, fashion, travel companies, they make good use of these beautifully rigged craft with glorious sails to attract you. These ships are often not trying to catch fish directly, although they can. Brands pay to majestically unfurl their their sails, much like a male peacock does when courting a mate. The website naturally makes money from this by receiving a percentage from Google as well. So small companies struggle to reap rewards from display ads in the way that brands do, except for one very effective method, tag and release. When a fish visits your website, they can be tagged. Technically, this is a cookie, a little piece of code passed from your website and stored in their browser. Your website must advise visitors of this on your terms and conditions. However, most fish could care less about reading such things and are happy to be tagged. Just don't abuse the privilege though. As it is your tag, Google allows you to follow that fish out across the ocean, unfurling your sails on various websites they visit. Uh, This is stalking a fish to lure it back. Um, It's called remarketing and it's very effective. Facebook and LinkedIn have similar capabilities. Facebook calls their tag a pixel and LinkedIn call it an insight tag. Have you ever experienced this? You visited a website to look at, for example, a new sofa and then mysteriously sofas from that store keep appearing on other sites you visit around the web? This is why as an advertiser, You mustn't abuse this privilege and creep out the fish, so the recommendations are sail past them with a display ad no more than seven times and space it out, then leave them be for a while. Importantly, if your fish comes back to your tank and turns out to be a salmon, make sure that you catch, kiss and close for the caviar on a special page like a VIP or thank you page where you can tag them again as a customer and you can tell your ship's captains, do not stalk any customers. Brands often fail at this. They show you ads for something that you've already signed up for. So is this really spearfishing? Well, kind of, because it's highly controlled and when a fish sees your sails and swims up to take a bite, a click, then you will pay a fee, but it's a very small fee. The click still takes them to your tank, your website, just as it does in, uh, in the river Google. Tagged fish swimming upstream. A more recent innovation is the ability to detect these remarketing tags in the river Google itself where fish are searching. Back to the dentist example, by recognising a search from a prior visitor to the Wisdom Teeth page on your dental website, you can alter your bid and present a very different ad if you choose. This is called Remarketing Lists for Search Ads or RLSA. It's probably edging into salmon fishing rocket science for this book. Hire a professional fisherman to at least set this up as it's very effective. You can read more about Remarketing Lists for Search Ads, just Google it. Five key tips for better spearfishing. Have a fine-tuned set of keywords as bait, tuned to match the targeted search terms with negative keywords added for safety. Craft a creative set of ads as your spears designed to appeal to your audience. Aim for good quality scores of seven to 10 out of 10 to help secure the top three places without paying through the nose on excessive costs per click. Get some assistance so measure which visitors convert, catch, kiss and close, caviar, to quickly learn where to find more of these high quality salmon. Set up remarketing of display ads and search ads. It's very effective, but take care to not creep out your fishy clients by stalking them. Advice from a pro spear fisherman can make all the difference. Their expert knowledge of the river, Google, and their insight into catching your specific salmon will save you wasted time and money spent catching the wrong fish, which just swim away. As a pro tip, always look behind the keywords using the search terms feature of Google Ads, because that will give you a better idea of the specific phrase the salmon are actually using to search for what they want. Now let's move on from spearfishing and giving more money to Google. There is another way to fish in the river Google, and if you invest to get it right, you can have these salmon swimming into your tank for free.